took your call because you were persistent and yeah i just decided to take your call exactly i wanted to have more, more merit like they really want to meet with us because they they know we have something because we got a little more background or understanding of the vertical that we called and and that that's yeah exactly gus and, and that's, I, that's that makes, yeah no i agree with you i mean i think for me it's very situational um and matt lessive you know i've kind of changed my tune as well like i'm really hitting the phones now um I, i'm making tons of calls i'm not doing much door pulling right now and i'm sure i'll switch it up at some point you, you have to keep switching it up or else you'll go crazy um but you know, for me, Justin, uh, I kind of do a, a little mix of both. You know, it, it depend it depended on the tone of the person on the other end of the phone and, and whether they're inquisitive, um, inquiring about what the call will be, or if, you know, I've just done a good job of getting in front of them. Um, so sometimes my appointment setting calls are 15 seconds long. Okay, I got time next Friday at 9.15. That's when I get in the shop. Cool. Yeah, put it on the calendar. Bam. That was one that I set yesterday. It was very quick. Um, he's like, yep, that sounds good. Let's just put it on the calendar, send me an invite, bam, done. He barely even knew my name. Um, and then there are some that you Those go into more detail. Yeah. yeah, and then there's some that you go into more detail, too. So it's really, for me, it's dependent on how much they want to know up front. And some, most people I'm finding just are very receptive to putting you on their calendar for 15 <laughs> minutes. But then, you know, then the, the job then is to get in there and really um, qualify or disqualify quickly. <clears throat> Did this person just take my call because they're a nice person? Um, if so, cool, bam, I'm, I'm kind of disqualifying and I'm going to go door pull at the five places around there. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to waste my time. Um, so, yeah, for me, it, it's been very situational over the phone. Yes, I think that's huge too because I had a I had a big issue not qualifying or disqualifying. You know, I was still trying to push for any, any line of hope. Yes. Where now it's more efficient to be able to go ahead and say, okay, yeah, they, they, they've done a sympathy meeting versus, you know, actually being engaged. So. 100%. And it's hard now, right, because we're new. You know, like we, we want to squeeze out any hope that we can. We almost want to try and fabricate pain for them in our minds when maybe there isn't any. You know, maybe this isn't a good prospect right now, but they could be 12 months, 18 months down the line. And if you make a good impression, um, at the very least, you know, you, you've won the ability to follow up with them every quarter. Um, but if it's, it, you have to be able to really quickly identify if it's worth your time presently, um, or if this is something that I need to put on a drip campaign or, or something. Um, mm -hmm. but it's hard. I mean, it's really hard because even if you hear a little bit of pain, you're like, Ooh, you know, like I, I could expose this, but maybe it's not big enough right now, you know, and, and you don't want to keep putting in a lot of time and effort is something that's probably not going to come to fruition in the next one to four months. Not to say that you don't try, but um, I think it's hard. It's, it's hard to identify what's worth the squeeze immediately, you know? That was my biggest weakness. Has been my biggest weakness since I've been yeah. here. So, do, you, do you guys want to know what my biggest weakness is with this job? Is I just feel like, you know, with this sales cycle, there's like, you know, if you're going to sell somebody, there's like eight different components of this sales cycle. Or actually, I'm looking at it right now, there's 10. Right. So now we start getting into the meat of this job, right? We go from, you know, starting the job to, you know, when we start the job, we're, we pretty much have an open calendar, right? We're, 
we're hitting the phones, we're prospecting, we're doing a bunch of appointment setting. But my, my struggle is, is like, once we get deeper into this job and you've got assessments, you've got verification meetings, you've got all this other stuff, you have follow-up emails, a big, a big struggle for me has been keeping up with my call blocks and keeping up with my prospecting and keeping stuff coming in the funnel. And I don't know if you guys have kind of, like Gus, I don't know if you're at that point yet, but, you know, for me, like, that's been a big struggle because it's like, I don't really know how to balance my calendar, how to, how to, like, schedule my, my time, like, how to keep Mm -hmm. consistent with the call blocks with all this other shit. Um, (laughs) You know, like, I mean... Is that something that just I, I'm dealing with, or like, if you guys like find it found it hard to kind of keep prospecting as you know you have all this other stuff going on? No, absolutely not. And Ann and I just sat down like during in my park, and she's kind of like just you know let the reins go, you know to kind of let me figure some things out on my own, but in a way to let you know to give me the opportunity to come to her and say, hey, I need help here. And mm-hmm. one of the things I, I, I sat down with her and told her is that, like, I've got this to do, you know, come up with this and this. But but what I took out of, you know, our, our meeting that we sat down with is, hey, you know, you've got to compartmentalize everything and don't let anything interrupt what you've got blocked out. And, mm-hmm. you know, so if you've got a call block and a schedule, don't let anything interrupt. You know, I mean, but I agree with you. I mean, my concept meetings, assessments, et cetera, has been all over the place. And that's another thing that I've got to get better at is just, you know, scheduling things accordingly so nothing gets interrupted. You yeah. know, cause I, and, and what really messed that up is as soon as I get an opportunity to have a concept meeting or assessment, I'm like, I want to get it done as fast as possible. And then I'm pushing my call block out. And what happens is it just gets all rearranged and unorganized and you can't stay on track. And that's Brother, that, has been, that has been my biggest struggle is like, because I'll look at my calendar, I'll say, look, all right, I got it. I got two concept meetings today and I got one assessment today. And like, I won't put like a time frame on like either the concept meeting or the assessment or whatever, because I got a call block because I think like, oh, it's just a call block. I don't have to do it. But I mm-hmm. think there's there's definitely like merit to what you're saying. I think. You know, like, I, I think so much of success in this job just depends on, like, how how much and how well you do at prospecting. Yet, yet I put that on the back burner, like you said. So, I, I, I don't know. I think I could just stay more, like, I guess rigid with my with my call blocks and just, just make it kind of, like, sacred time. I don't know. Um, but it's just, like, yesterday, man, like, I had I had two concept meetings and then I had one assessment. By the time all three of those were done, it was four o'clock, and dude, mentally, I was freaking exhausted. And I'm like sitting here, I get back back to my computer at four o'clock, and I'm like, fuck, I don't have the energy, I don't have the mental energy right now to call people. Like, do you guys ever deal with that? Yes, yes, I agree, man. Yeah, no. I mean, <clears throat> couple thoughts. You know, this problem is going to be with us forever in this role, and most sales too. I mean, we have tenured MSRs who are probably still deal with this today. You know, I know Julio will find sometimes. You know, shit. You know, I 
I haven't really done much prospecting this week, and it catches up to you really quickly. Um, and it is hard to find time. It really is. But, um, you know, I would say, I mean, as hard as it is to do, try not to overschedule yourself. Like, like you said, you had two yesterday and then an assessment. Like, that is a lot. You know, if there was a way that you could kind of spread that out, maybe instead of two on Wednesday, you have one on mm-hmm. Thursday or one on Friday. Like, most of these people don't care if you schedule out, right? At least for concept because I'm finding that. Like, that you can almost say anything. They'll be like, yeah, sure. We can do it, like, 10 days from now. And then it's obviously, you know, making sure that they remember that as that date um, creeps up. But, yeah, overscheduling is, is hard. And, I mean, it's really hard. You're right. There's so many components that go to this job that you can find yourself swamped in terms of no like lack of free time um but yeah i mean uh right now i'm not scheduling any anything on mondays um i don't know if that's a good idea you know i don't know if larry my manager would be thrilled to hear that from me at this juncture but for right now like my mondays are pretty open we have a lot of internal meetings monday morning um and then from about 11 o'clock till 5 30 i'm free and i'm calling and I'm trying to set up meetings, um, and I've had some success there. So that's that's kind of what I'm doing because it is it is hard to find time. But then I, trying to find little blocks, you know, hour two hour blocks within your week that you just put a freaking call block on there, and that's what you're doing. You know that that's yeah. what you're doing. Like Larry, you know, he tells me like that's your time. No one's gonna bother you. No one like yada yada yada. Like it's true though. Like they want your managers want you on the phone and out pulling doors. You know, maybe that's all time. it takes is like just you know, <clears throat> do, you do an hour one, keep really one day busy. a week where you're just yeah. you got maybe an afternoon where you're just yeah. prospecting in some regard whether it's hitting the phones or hitting the doors or whatever and what, from what I've seen so far you know Matt Warren I mean you're crushing it in terms of making the most of your time in the prospecting right like it's you're very dialed in detail oriented taking good notes <clears throat> doing the right things because that you don't want to waste that time either right like it's not just like okay I'm gonna get on Google Earth and I'm just gonna call like 10 places right you have to be a little bit more strategic with your time in terms of prospecting so I, I try my best to keep really detailed notes have like a running list of really good prospects really good buildings I'm trying to get into and I'll call those a ton and then I'll kind of move on if, if things aren't really panning out there but you have to be strategic. Yeah. Um, yesterday, I spent. Um, well, first of all, I set I set two concept meetings yesterday, which I'm excited about. Um, and, Heck yeah. I, and I made you know six calls to set those two concept meetings. Most yep. most of my day was, as far as prospecting goes, refining my list here and. You know, I, I narrowed it down to, um, like I told you, I've got this this big list of like 600 buildings in, our, in the whole territory that are large buildings. But then I narrowed that down to my dream 100 buildings. Well, the 100 list grew to like 130. So now I'm like, oh crap, I got too many to call again. So yesterday I, I spent some time and went through that 100 list and... Um, First of all, I sat down with my GM and said, okay, I'm I, like, it's nothing more frustrating than going into Salesforce on a job you're trying to call somebody on. And it says insufficient privileges. Insufficient privileges, yes. Oh my gosh, it drives me nuts. I'm like, I'm, I'm out here trying to cold call people and you're not going to let me know who to call. Yeah. 
So I sat down with my GM uh, two weeks ago and and said, "Here's my prospect. Here's my dream 100 list. Assign these to me." And so, if there was not any next step in in, in Rogers' funnel, you know, like for example, uh, Hotel Trundle. He met with them like two months ago, the Columbia Museum of Art. He met with them uh, 10 days ago or so. And so those are active, right? She's not going to assign those to me. Those were on my list. I took them over off of my list and put them into unqualified because Roger's working those right now. But my point is the ones that were what I call reheats, that's a term I heard on that 30 Seconds to President Club podcast. They call them reheats. At one point, they were hot. Somebody had a concept meeting with them, but they went dead. And so I'm trying to reheat them again. And that's the most of these big manufacturing facilities. They've all been called on. So I'm trying to reheat them up. And so I had my GM assign those sales forces over to me. And so I spent pretty much all day Monday going through 30 or 40 of these um, that I told my GM, I'm going to go after these people. I need to know who to call. Can you assign them in Salesforce over to me so I don't have to recreate the will? I can know, number one, I know who not to call because that's who the person called last time. You know, number two, I can see, at least get a feel of what um, position they're calling on in that facility. Is it the general manager? Is it the administrator of the nursing home? You, you know, what what the title is. And so, Long story short, I narrowed the hundred dream one hundred list down to thirty, and uh, those were thirty that had I had contact information for them. I had you know the right person to call, and then I, I went through Sales Navigator on LinkedIn and uh, looked up those people that were in Salesforce. A lot of them had left and, and weren't in the right you know weren't there anymore. A lot of them had le- had left, but I was able to at least find out. I, I like to know if they're still there before I call them. You know, I, I don't like to waste the energy or the kick in the gonads if they're not there or if, they, you know what I'm saying? I like to yeah. at least qualify them as much as I can. So, no, I agree with you. Those reheats are great too. I mean, I'm, I'm hitting those hard as well. Like Blake and I have been on a handful of concept meetings where we've been in there, you know, a ton of times, but things change really rapidly for these organizations. You know, they change in a matter of months sometimes. Um, like people retire, people quit, you know. Uh, people are people are hired, new people that want to make an impact. So, But it's like, sale, great. you know, Salesforce might, Salesforce showed me in 2012 who we called on, right? 2012 yeah. was the plant manager. Well, the plant manager, when I found him on LinkedIn, he's not there anymore. But no, there's no shot. No shot is there. But <laughs> I know who to call on. It's the plant manager, right? So I then can go to Zoom Info and do some research and try to find out if the plant manager's there or find another way in and and I can reference that name or I guess the 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 moral of my story is that I want to get across is I, I do things a little differently and I don't um I, I don't just call random numbers without looking them up. Like I, I like to know that the guy went to Clemson. I like to know that the guy has been there six months or he's been there 40 years. You know, like I like to know as much as I can in a reasonable amount of time so that when I make those calls, like for example, I may, I called six people and got two appointments. Like that is a success for me. A success for me is not like calling 30 people and, 12 of them are not there, <laughs> you know, 
it, that's just draining in my opinion. Um, it, it's very it's morally dra- draining too. And I know we said we'd go stop this at eight o'clock. Um, I do need to get going here, but uh, this has been great, guys. I don't know if anybody has any final thoughts on on what they need, want to talk about, but I, I'll leave you with one little exciting thing. Uh, so I start my day and I look at the what's at the bottom of the funnel and, and work my way up. So like I, I look at my list of agreements that are out there and say, are there any of those that I could call to try to kick over the line, like Embra Chemical? And then I look at verification meetings and surveys and then concept meetings. Like I always start that way um, instead of starting at the, you know, what can I put in the funnel today? I always start with what can I kick across the finish line and then work, stuff. and then my way backwards to, and then to make calls. Yeah. But you were going to say something, Justin, I think, before we get out of here. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. Uh, have, this call has been great. makes me feel a little bit better oh, yeah. in regards to some of the challenges I've been facing. And uh, I just appreciate you guys being real, honestly. And, and Matt, Warren, thanks for putting this together because I think it's going to be a huge help to us yeah. newbies. So, well, you know, if, if it's 8 o'clock tomorrow or the next day and you can't make it, don't sweat it. You know, jump on 15 minutes late. Jump off early. You know, this is a no – obligation no worries you, you don't have to text everybody and say i'm sorry guys i'm gonna be late just show up when you can leave when you can and jump in whenever you want maybe what i can do too is i'll start a group message between the four of us just because there might be days where all four of us might not be able to make it yeah yeah and then someone's just sitting there right some or three of them might not be able to make it and one person's just kind of sitting there twiddling their thumbs fair enough yeah i think that's a good idea so thanks man all right guys y'all have a good day so, All right, boys. See ya. Go get him. Bye. Y'all too. See you guys.